Happy Monday, everyone, and this is the 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast, and happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everyone. It's a time to remember and celebrate MLK Day. So if you don't know what MLK Day is about or you just want to get some info, we got some tips and things to school you guys on about Martin Luther King, the real story about MLK Jr. But I want to give it up to my favorite co-host all the time that's in the building. We got our girl Neek back up in here. Hey y'all, what's up y'all? You got the boy Innovator Lover Boy Lamont. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> and our girl Neek Neek maybe in, but she's out today. So give it up to my podcast host on this MLK holiday. Well, no holiday for us blue-collar workers, but some of y'all government workers and y'all federal workers, y'all got to enjoy this MLK day. What was on y'all MLK? What the hell y'all been up to oh, today? Oh, man, just kicking back, doing what you do on your off day, if you could. And, uh, you know, trying to get into this game for the night, you know, because my mind, you know, is, is wondering... I don't know what's going to happen tonight. It's, it's, it's going to be an upset. Right it's going to be an upset, you, bro. Right. It's going to be upset. Down goes It's gonna be a, <laughs> it's gonna be an upset, but we'll see. I'm rooting for my boys. Hopefully, we can pull it out. But if if we don't pull it out, guess what? At least we made it one more game further than the Commanders. <laughs> At least that we put that we put. You know what we did? We put a stain on y'all last week. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, did. y'all do. Y'all get your props. Y'all did y'all thing, bro. Y'all did y'all thing. I'm not gonna knock it out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all did y'all thing. But you know. It got to make it to the playoffs, though. So, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm not going, you know, I, I'm going both ways with it. You know, Tom Brady, the GOAT, going to be out there. You know, he's going to be throwing that ball. And they playing in, they playing in Tampa, right? And they playing in Tampa? Yeah. I believe so, they are. So, they playing Tampa. in that warm weather. So, you know, I just hope the Cowboys show up and don't, you know, screw up like they did last week playing them commanders, only putting up six points on the yeah, board. They got to at least enough. be coming at least with 40. You know, 40, against what? Tom, what they, they got at least 40? try to put up forty against 40? Tom. They, <laughs> <laughs> they got at least put up forty. And I want to thank everybody for coming into the podcast. As people come in, and make sure you go to that eighteen wheel store. Make sure you check out eighteenwheelstore.com and listen to a lot of our previous podcasts, like last week when we t- had Freight Pusher talking about tax prep so make sure you check out those podcasts because i know you guys are struggling to figure out how to take care of them taxes this year so make sure you check everything out so we got a lot to talk about today on this mlk holiday nick nick give us some of that give, give us your thing that you do for us we miss you last week baby yeah, hey y'all hey y'all i miss y'all too man and again and again you know happy new year so we only a couple of weeks in the new year and today is martin luther king day so happy martin luther king day to everyone but again 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 we seem to be um you know back with the same sound so recently on january 3rd black live matter co-founder um patrice collier cousin keenan anderson who was a 31 year old high school teacher from washington dc was tased to death in los angeles after he flagged police down after being in an auto accident after mm. being tased with over, with over 50,000 volts 
Keenan was pronounced dead and suspected he succumbed to having a heart attack. Oh, he died. The police, I didn't know he died. Yeah, he he died. The oh, police man. stated he also seen on body cam running into the street and that he was running in the street and exhibit erratic behavior. The release Wednesday of the body cam footage of the incident has sparked angry demands for greater accountability by police force that has faced <laughs> past accusations of needless brutality against us. Mm. Anderson's death was the third death in Los Angeles for someone to die in police custody in LA so far this year. Mm. Mayor Karen Bass demanded immediate suspension of the police officers involved pending an outcome in an investigation. Mm-hmm. So as I was digging a little bit further into this story, so as things start developing, um, the police came back and said, you know, he was high on drugs. So this is the statement that I pulled um, from a newspaper from out in California. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm. It says, so after Anderson died, the LAPD received a lot of kickback. They decided to release Anderson's preliminary drug test results, which is often a strategy used by cops to smear the victim of police brutality. Now, hmm. they said that he had cocaine um, metabolites in his system, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he was high off cocaine. So that means he could have been on some type of medication or something like that that, that had traces of, of that what they used to make actual cocaine and also he had cannibal mm. noise so cannibal noise could have been some THC he could have had some gummies he could have ate some infused products or something like that you know but it's just had a bad reaction that, you know, or something to it you know we're still you know you know even those Martin Luther King Day and he's one of our predecessors and one of our greater ancestors and it's just a simple fact that you know we are still fighting today you know, against racism and against, uh, you know, police brutality, you know, in our community. So I just want to say rest in peace to this young gentleman. And um, I'll keep uh, you all updated because in, um, and for this to happen, for the third death to happen and to occur in Los Angeles in about three weeks, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from our black leaders in our community. Mm. That's sad, man. You know, these things have to be addressed. You know, it's like, I don't know you know i know they were trying to defund the police and things of that nature but it just seems like i mean when i'm riding up massachusetts and all that they got signs of like now hiring now hiring be a police officer be a police officer be a police officer oh so and got- uh one thing too i didn't mean to cut you off he was screaming on the body camera that he was like they trying to george floyd me they trying to george yeah floyd he me. said that he definitely did say that hmm. you know so for him to make that reference and him to for, for him to be another unarmed black man yeah there's something gotta be done i mean it needs to be better training in the police community i think they need to spend more money on training because you can give anybody a gun a day and these you know you got people that feel powerful when they get a gun and become a cop and they abuse their authority i mean i've seen so many videos of cops just abusing their authority just because they got that gun on their side so it's like now, what can you do? You you used to could talk shit to the cops. Now now you can't even talk shit to the motherfuckers because they don't care. You they seem yeah, like you a like threat. They're gonna tase stuff. your ass, <laughs> you know. And he got tased, right? Yeah, he got tased. Yep. Hmm. So he got tased like six times. So once they you know came like with the preliminary autopsy, they found that he was shocked with over fifty thousand volts each time that he was tased. So or collectively. Man, that's enough to jumpstart your heart. That's like a crash card. 
and that's how and that's why and that's why they say you know he suspected he died of a heart attack you know from the voltage but it's just sad you know and so again thank you for dropping gems with uh coming to drop gems with diamond in the rough we just got to stay vigilant in our community because in my mind i was just sitting here thinking i was like you know it may not be at a door near you but how long is it before it come to a door near you and it's like if we as one under attack we all under attack you know what i'm saying and it's like you know I, I i would like to get more active in my community just on on our rights like you know what are you what are you actually what can you stand if the police coming on your property you know what i'm saying what is what are, what are my rights and i think a lot of people in our community we don't know our rights so when we approach them you know it's automatically a hostile situation because we don't know necessarily what to say to come back then when they coming at us and then we just mm-hmm. scared you know what i mean so i don't know yeah, this man, it's, uh, it's it's one of those things you just you just don't know what's gonna happen when you are encountered by the uh, the law. You know, that's why they always say, man, you know, keep a cool, level head. Try not to, you know, do something that make them act towards you a certain kind of way. So yeah, you just don't know these days. I kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing, officer? Was there a problem? You know, like no problem at all. You know, and I've beaten a lot of tickets. No, I was speeding on the highway, <laughs> and the officer's just like, "Oh, you know, slow it down." Things of that nature. I'm giving you a warning. Those natures. I think they look for you to yeah, get high headed. Yeah, they, with they them. want that smoke. Step on the car, sir. Go around. And if you know you're doing something dirty, then you know how you know people, they always speeding, doing, jumping in and out of traffic. You know you smoking and drinking and stuff like that. You're supposed to be chilling out of the I'm not, I'm not saying it's good, but I mean, you think about it. 90% of people, when they go out to the casinos, to the clubs, you know, happy hour, brunch, they got a little bit of intoxication in their system. So if you know you're going to have a little drink or something like that, take it easy out on the roads because they out here. They definitely watching you. And y'all know as y'all truck drivers, y'all shouldn't be drinking at all, you know, because they are definitely out here on the roads. So you don't want want those problems because the DOT cops are the worst. They the worst ones to try to get into an altercation with. They'll have your ass on the ground underneath that truck. And the thing about DOT cops... They don't need a reason to check the truck. They can pull you over and they don't need probable cause. They can pull you over for anything. Anything. And you guys got to understand that. Females too. Uh, it's uh, 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 DOT police officers do, do not need a reason to pull you over at all. So they so can you pull get you out, over for BWB. Pull you huh? whatever. Yep. They, if they feel like they want to mess with you, they'll mess with you. You know what I mean? They don't even like the way your truck look. They gonna mess with you. They don't. They don't like the way you looked at them riding by. They gonna pull you over and mess with you. You know what I mean? If you ain't the hot dog, try to find something. If you ain't got that hot dog riding around in DC, in your mouth, they gonna pull you over. (laughs) I I, I noticed for a minute you were driving, and you you were driving with with, with a hands-free device. But yeah, so y'all be careful out there on these roads, man, because these police officers, I mean, there's some good police officers. I know a lot of police officers, especially D.C. police officers, P.G. County police officers that I grew up with, with the school with. They're some great people. Man, you got to understand the situations that they're put in, too. But don't make it worse for them. Yeah, don't make it worse for them because that, as soon as you make it worse, you're a threat. You know, you're a threat to them. So just, just be safe out there, y'all. Y'all see what's going on. Love a boy. 
Let's get into these sports, Ooh. bro. I know you got some shit to talk about today. Oh, today is the man. day. Today, today is the is, day. Today is doomsday. <laughs> today is doomsday. Woo! All right, all right. You know what time it is. Man, oh man, I love this time of the year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about playoffs. Woo! This week was exciting in the NFL. I mean, if you had your popcorn, if you had your nachos, if you might indeed have your 7-Eleven Big Bite, hey, it was a great time to be alive. Guess what I'm talking about? I'm talking about them Seahawks taking on the 49ers. The Seahawks 23, the 49ers 41. Someone's going to lose their job after this game. The Seahawks had this game, and then the 49ers just took it away. They were like Indian givers. Let's get into it. Geno Smith of the Seahawks, he was 25 of 35, 253 yards with two TDs. Kenneth Walker on the ground, 15 carries, 63 yards with one TD. And DK Metcalf, he had 10 receptions for 136 yards with two TDs. But let's talk about this kid of the 49ers. I'm talking about Brock. Purdy, he stepped in this year and he didn't, who knew what he could do? But he believed in himself like Dr. Martin Luther King. Man, he had a dream and his dream was to win this game. He was 18 <laughs> of 30, 332 yards with three CDs. Christian McCaffrey, 15 carries, 119 yards. And Debo Samuels, what's his name? Debo. I'm talking about eight receptions, 133 yards. One TD and the 49ers get the win. Next game, the Chargers took on the Jags. The Chargers 30, the Jags 31. Justin Herbert, he was 25 of 43, 273 yards with one TD. Anton Eckler, he was 13 courage, 35 yards with two TDs. And Gerald Everett, he had six receptions, 109 yards with one TD. But let's talk about the man of the hour. Of the Jags, Trevor Lawrence. This guy was big time in college. Of course, no one believed in him, and he was big time the other night. Trevor Lawrence, he was 28 of 47, 288 yards with four TDs, getting it done. And Trevor Etienne, he was 20 carries, 109 yards. And Evan Ingram, seven receptions, 93 yards with one TD, and the Jags get the win. Man, this is another tight game, and someone could have easily lost their job on this one. I'm talking about the coaches. The Dolphins, 31. The Bills, 34. This kid, Skyler Thompson, he gave it his all. He was 18 to 45, 220 yards with one TD. Jordan Wilson, he had 10 carries, 23 yards with one TD. And Tariq the Freak Hill, he had seven receptions, 59 yards, but it just wasn't enough. I'm talking about this kid, Josh. Allen getting it done. He was 23 of 39, 252 yards with three TDs. Devin Singletary, he had 10 carries for 48 yards. Stephon, big dog digs, seven receptions, 114 yards. And Gabe Davis, he had six receptions, 113 yards. And Bills Mafia move on in the playoffs. Let's talk about the G-Men next game. The G-Men taking on Kirk Cousins. The G-Men 31. The Vikings, 24, and Kurt could not get it done. Year after year, 
You look at Kirk Cousins like, what is going on? He'll get you all the way to the game, but he won't get you to the bed. That's what they say. <laughs> he will not get you to the bedroom because he just can't get it done. Man, let's talk about those Giants, though. The Giants, this kid, Daniel Jones, man, on the ground, on the air, he just was phenomenal. He was 24-35, 301 yards with two TDs. He also had 17 carries for 78 yards. And, man, what else can I say? His counterpart, Saquon Barkley, he had nine carries for 53 yards with two TDs. And that's how you get a job done. But let's talk about Kirk Cousins. He just couldn't get it done. He was 31 and 34, 273 yards with two TDs. Dalvin Cook on the ground, 15 curves for 60 yards. And TJ Hawkinson, he had 10 receptions for 129 yards. But why, oh, why did Kirk Cousins have? Uh, he could. I just didn't understand this guy. He threw the ball. He needed 10 yards. He threw the ball five yards. What was he thinking? Man, you got to be still playing for the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and maybe he was. <laughs> but guess what? We'll talk about that next year. Woo! And let's talk about this next game. I mean, the Ravens taking on Joe Burrow of the Bengals. The Ravens tried to do it. They just couldn't get it done. They had 17 points. The Bengals, 24. Let's get into it. This kid, Tyler Huntley of the Ravens. He was 17 to 29, 226 yards with two TDs. J.K. Dobbins, he had 13 curves. 62 yards, and Mark Andrews had five receptions, 73 yards. But let's talk about, woo, them Bengals, Joe Burrow. Man, this guy is shocking. Every week I watch him, I'm saying to myself, man, why didn't we get this guy? Joe Burrow, he was 23 of 32, 209 yards for one TD. Joe Mixon, he had 11 curves for 39 yards. And Jamar Chase, nine receptions, 84 yards for one TD. And the Bengals move on into the next game. Woo, but tonight's the night. Tonight's the night when, man, everything will go wrong for those Cowboys. They're taking on the Bucks. They're taking on Tom, the Bomb, Brady. I mean, if you ever had a GOAT, I'm talking about a Billy Goat Gruff. And somebody was talking about Billy Goat Gruff because it had to be Dak Prescott because he's like a troll. He's <laughs> underneath that bridge. He's underneath that bridge, and he just can't get Billy Goat Gruff. <laughs> I can't wait to see this game tonight. I got my popcorn ready. I hope you got your popcorn ready because it's going to be a fantastic game. And that's all for this week's sports. Woo! Join me next week where the Cowboys will be sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for that boy. Lover boy, the innovator with them fucking sports shitting on my damn team. But it's all good, bro. It's all good. We're going to show up tonight. I got confidence. That these boys going to show up tonight. It's going to be a good game tonight. You know what I'm we, saying? We will see. We will see. So our girl Freight Pushinay is out. So we're going to talk about what's going on with COVID, y'all. COVID is back in effect. And y'all need to go ahead and strap up because they got a new dominant COVID strain. It's called XBB 1.5. And they say it is more contagious than the Omicron variant. 
so we always make sure that everybody in the industry or whatever industry is that you take care of yourself because this is the time people are getting sick and we want to start this new year off this Martin Luther King holiday off good so make sure y'all put the motherfucking mask on your face for real because I'm tired of motherfuckers coming up to me in the truck stop just to talk in again like don't you know COVID's still out here bro like yo back the fuck up you need to back up a little bit so start telling people y'all need to go back to those six feet again because yeah. this shit is out here and it's it's spreading you know even my son he was like dad dad uh i got covid i'm like all right well you can't go to the game uh you know what i ain't got covid no more so he <laughs> look, he'd rather go to the basketball hey, game risk it all <laughs> risk it all to go to a wizards game he like he wants to spend time with his father so but now nah, he didn't have covid thank god he got a false negative test you know he just got a little call you know a little congestion and and symptoms flu symptoms but um that just say people just don't you know we got to get back to taking this serious so we're gonna be right back in the same situation again in the house can't do this can't do that nobody don't want to be back in the house anymore you know so put your mask on and be safe out there but professor let me ask you a a real question you think that even if something started spreading again like it did that they will shut down like they did. I don't think they gonna do that no nah, more. Nah, it's too much money they, involved. They, to they be lost shutting too down. much money. They like know, fuck man. it. They <laughs> like they let you die either. They yeah, yeah. They like fuck it now. You just they mm-hmm. like you at your own risk these days. It's too much living stuff that need risk. to be moved. Yeah, you living at your own risk. They they treating it like the flu now. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you catch it, you they gonna say well, you should have had a vaccination or you should have had your mask on and things of that nature. So. They definitely not gonna go into a lockdown again you know next time we get a lockdown would we'll be something real deadly like radiation or poison or some bullshit like that a meteor hit the hit the planet or something like that but yeah, yeah. a lot of money being lost you know what i'm saying a lot of been lost a lot being gained but you know that that, that covid is something else my son he has covid right now so you know mm. well, they got more things to be worrying about like people don't know that the earth is burning it is burning the earth is burning and and when i say that it's burning that the sun is getting closer to the earth i was in the airport and i was talking to a nasa engineer nasa engineer this is true shit. that the world is going to end one day it's not going to end when we probably you know in our lifetime on that part not even our kids lifetime but they have confirmation that the the, the sun is moving close to the earth and that's why we're getting all this global warming that's why we're getting these short winters and things of that nature and that's why you see all these rockets and all these billionaires flying out to you know I, out I, of space I, I was just about to say this like yeah let's let's let's, let's, let's uh look at life for what it is we are the only planet with, with the inhabitants correct so they say now no, we're not that's the thing about we're just one planet in millions of universes. He that, that, broke that, that shit down. That's, me. That's so you don't I'm think a... it's nothing else in another no, universe? No, I believe it is. But I also believe if, if you know, if God created all these planets, I think he created these planets so if anything was to happen on this particular earth, that we could be able to move about to somewhere else, to new to start a new civilization because it just don't make sense. How they say it make it make sense. That's why I feel they're building something out there. They know what's going on. I mean, you never know. The timetable might move up. 
but they're definitely building something up there why do they keep flying out there like he showed me some pictures of rockets and stuff and i was you know i asked him why did they they end the space shuttle program like why did they end and he was like because you know they had to get parts and all that stuff like that it was too costly but these rockets are like four times bigger he showed they four times bigger than the actual space shuttles you know what i mean that they're, they're shooting out and they're more cost efficient to go out there and they're way bigger than the space shuttle program so um that's why he said that you know nasa and in, in orlando not orlando what was it cape canaveral florida nasa has their launch platforms uh eon musk they have their own launch platforms uh what's his what's amazon guy um jeff bezos he got his own platforms like they done set up shop around nasa you know so pay attention what's going on people that's why they trying to get us you know they, they trying to get us getting us to go ev like freight pusher was te telling us they they just announced that they're slashing the prices of electric uh, teslas to to get people to buy more evs because how, joe biden is giving out that credit how about this did you hear about they trying to uh, stop <coughs> stop people from having uh gas in their house as far as like gas stoves hmm yeah they don't do that to me but i can see it happening though no they it's already they already implemented well, I hope they're going to pay for that sh the switch over. <laughs> well, all you got to do is cut the gas line off. That's it. And the electric stove just plugs up, you know. So, hmm. It's a lot of things changing, you know. And I know we don't like, some people don't like change. But in this society, we got to change to the times. It's like Martin Luther King said, we got to change. We got to do things different. So, but let's get into this podcast. Remembering dr martin luther king jr what does that mean to y'all remembering dr king what what do y'all remember when y'all was in school growing up because a lot of things that they they didn't teach us a lot of things about dr martin luther king they didn't let us know they, they didn't put the real side of dr martin luther king until we actually got old until they got deep into it you know he mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. considered a legend but you know there's some bad things that were put out there about dr king and there was some of course amazing things that were put out by yeah. dr king so what do y'all remember about dr king so uh, it was just like they was um you know he was always known for being you know non-violent a non-violent black activist and his major accomplishment was his march on washington and i have a dream speech and um to me i didn't really know what racism was but I seen it on TV and I seen it portrayed, but I had never encountered that, you know what I'm saying, coming. And I didn't understand what it was because I was so young, you know, that's in the early 80s. So they were showing little things on TV and I was like, oh, wow, you know, they were living segregated and these are the things that he was fighting against. But when you get older, like you said, you you understand it wasn't just black and versus white, you know, it's, it's a whole system of things that they mm -hmm. navigated and they created, you know what I'm saying, that he was mm -hmm. fighting against. And that's why they killed him, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like he got all the people together, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know him and Malcolm X were friends. I The way that they portrayed it, like they were just, they had two different techniques, but like they were fighting against the, the, the separate things. And I thought that they weren't friends, you know what I'm saying, coming up. The way that they well, portrayed it, was, it in the history books. 
Well, well, Malcolm had a problem. I don't know if y'all watched the Godfather of Harlem because they they talk about Martin Luther King and the Godfather of Harlem. And with mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, what Malcolm X didn't like that because you know the March on Washington was supposed to be Malcolm X, but Malcolm X didn't. It was like he felt like it was like the rumor is that Martin Luther King was paid to do the March on Washington. So they they mm-hmm. touched base mm-hmm. on on that that he was paid like a million dollars do what he was like the representative for us but he also was on you know the Their Caucasian side, as, side well. as well so that's one of the biggest problems that he had you know because you know a lot of people don't know like even with in the whole and all that all that was going on like Bumpy Johnson. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, was it Bumpy Johnson, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali? Uh, was it Joe? Was it Joe Frazier? Joe Frazier? All of them were friends. Even that singer, uh, I forgot his name. That he yeah, was killed. Uh, Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. Sam they Cook. were all. Yep. Yeah, they were all friends and stuff. Yeah, y'all remember the one night in Miami that came out and yeah, stuff yeah. like uh-huh. that. So a lot of those things, but they also elaborate on Martin Luther King. Like he was like a little separate from 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 them you know what 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 one of the things was about dr king um that that people didn't like they didn't like how he you know was always spoke of the non-violent because without cause or if i don't show you what we capable of there won't be change mm-hmm. so like Michael he, they, 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 yeah that's why he when he spoke you know some people were like Listen, and some people are like, man, I ain't got time to hear all this wild ass shit. We getting beaten out here with bricks and shit, saying we shall overcome. But he believed, and he, you know, he believed that, hey, if without, if, if we show, if we show that we're angry, if we show that we're animals, then they're gonna always treat us as such. That's true. Until this day. And, and this, but see, this is what I'm saying. They were teaching us that they on separate ends of the spectrum when, when retrospectively, right? We need some people over here to be a little nonviolent. And then again, we need some people to bring the action when it's time. Everybody, everybody can't be, we ready to put a smoke. You understand what I'm saying? So, but that's where I think that they, they tricked us along the line and, and they got us in that opposition when, like you see, you see how they was kind of separate when they didn't have to be separate is all I'm saying. And the way that they portrayed you know how they got us separate because as long as we together we they couldn't have beaten us like that but That's with true. them being separate because you got how to have some demo, the, what you call it diplomacy when you go to war it's just somebody got to come to the table mm. That's interesting. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because every uh, those old those old interviews that Malcolm X was giving, I was like, "Ooh, damn, he found they ass up, bam." Okay, yeah, you speaking the truth, but then when it comes to a time where. That's, that same truth got both of them killed. So we both at the same place mm-hmm. because y'all riding the people. So we got to learn a better way to educate our people so the history won't repeat itself. It was the power. They couldn't, you know, those you see two what I'm men saying? had but, too and, much But they power. got them fighting at odds with each other when they were probably the two strongest. That's mm-hmm. just like Tupac and Biggie. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying what they were doing for the black community in their own right. That's right. Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? They it's, was it seems like anybody that's trying to rile up the community, something, mm-hmm. something always happened to them when they try. And they're going to call disdain Nipsey. between those two people. They're going to call some type of friction between those two people so we can't ever mm-hmm. get together and get on the same page. 
You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's the the biggest misconception about Martin Luther King is that he wasn't necessarily about action. It's like, but he's going in about it a different route. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The general had to be able to come to the table, but he got his soldiers behind him. You know what I'm saying? And I just yeah. think that it's a lot of misconception about, you know, what they were fighting for, though, because I think at some point, somebody compromised with somebody along the line. And even though Malcolm X might not have been cooperating with the white man directly, he was in cooperations. It's, that's why he started beefing with Elijah Muhammad because he was in cooperations with them and then he started to wake up and see. So when he tried to start to back up the seven of ties and make himself different, that's why they blackballed him and wouldn't let him speak in these Muslim mosques anymore. Well, he, he what he wanted to do is, is show the world that everything isn't what it seems. You know what I'm saying? Because like exactly. he, he went he went over there and he saw how blacks, whites, everybody is you know Muslim. You know what I'm saying? So. His mm -hmm. connection was like, well, this guy's teaching us is, is just this, but it's not yeah, just that. You know, we all one. we all one. But the thing and with allegedly, Dr. they the ones that took him out. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, yeah, they allegedly. the ones allegedly. that took him out. And and it's, it's and a lot of things you know, on Dr. King. Like, uh, people, you got people uh, for Dr. King. You know, you you hear how you know how he, how it happened, but don't nobody really know what really happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because you go, Dr. King, you know, you got, you got, you got uh, ministers who felt, you know, yeah, we, we're doing the same thing he doing. He just getting the fame for it, you know? Mm, so you, yeah. you got to realize it. one man, you got all these, you got all these pastors because they, they, they looked at him like, man, what, what is he doing that we not doing? We're doing yeah. the same thing. We, we, we're marching. We got people leading. We're doing all this stuff. It's just that he the one got the recognition. Same as Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? Rosa Parks wasn't the first one to say, I'm not giving up my seat. It's just that she got the she got the praise for it. You know? Well, one thing those two men, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they had in their corners was two strong black women. Because oh, yeah. these guys did a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of shit. But that woman... Their women stuck still by, stuck, by their side. stuck by them to their side to their dying day, and that is right there. That is the true queens right there. Because a lot oh, yeah. of people don't they don't stick stick with each other anymore, regardless of what happened. Everybody's so quick to be like go, you know. But they saw what their men were doing to help out pretty much the world. They like they these two guys changed the world. And they couldn't have did it without those two strong black women, you know. So like that's why I always call black women queens because they're queens, like prayer, you know, like Shanique, I call you queen all the time. What's going on, queen? Is they black queens, they taking care of their black man, you know, and that's what we gotta get back into, you know. We gotta get back into that stuff. So you know? let me ask y'all a question, right? Because I was having a conversation with somebody just like um, you know, what what were the women like back in the 50s and the 40s you know what i'm saying versus the women of today and then okay. you know they would say but and you know just you know what were the men like you know what i'm saying back then and like i say you know it was when they start breaking up our families you know and we start watching more and more single mothers raise these our family our kids and my, like myself and then we they put in the music and we need independent women and all this and that and now things are lost but before this way, my hope, but my question is, where where are our leaders at that's 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 making noise and that's 
not not just going on with the propaganda. We have none, and just why? Yeah, like hmm. like back like back in the day, you know, you had those leaders. You had the uh, after the Dr. King. You still had Jesse Jackson. You still had uh, Al Sharpton. Well, you don't really have that now because don't nobody. It's like okay, you had the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, people trying to be leaders of that, but. It's it's hard for blacks to come together, you know. We're not coming together, and the difference between a black woman then and a black woman now. See, back then, the black woman, you know, her her duty was, you know, to stay in the household while the man go out and work, and you know, he make the money. Now, since uh, they started that with the women rights things and made able for women to make votes, gave a woman voice. But what that really did it destroyed the black home also because now that woman. Didn't look at the king of the castle as being the king. She looked at it as like, okay, I could do this on my own. I could do this without him. And that's when they start breaking up those houses. And even as far as like uh, with Section Eight, the way Section Eight is, it's the way they made that back in the day. They said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna separate these blacks from their families. So now, for order for the government to give you help, you can't have a black king inside the household. You gotta have your kids and you. And if they catch a black man, and they guess what? You gone, so mm-hmm. that's all a part. That's all a part of this uh mind control thing with this blackness. Being black, being black is powerful, and when they break that up, it's it's it, and that's what they've been trying to do for years. Yeah, they and they still doing it. You know, they still doing it. They they doing it a different way. They doing it through music. They doing it through social media. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're they're doing it. If you look at the difference between like social media how some parts of social media is very segregated you know all you see now is us on social media looking like fools we're the ones videoing the fights and mm-hmm. you know people getting shot and first thing you want to do is to help that person to try to live you want to video it and see in the tmc and get some money not try to save somebody's life you know mm-hmm. and i don't understand our our culture like what is it that social media is just taking over where you have to get the views and the likes to do just something stupid you rather humiliate yourself for a couple of dollars than to still have your integrity anymore you know people don't make money the the hard way anymore they i guess they just look at too much for the easy way out and i'm not saying some of these people are doing good jobs you know like country wayne and all of them you know they took they took something and ran with it and they did what they had to do but are we still making ourselves look full it's the same narratives the, yeah, the it, broke it, it, person the, the baby mama drama the the, the all of the shit that makes us like, look it, bad it's the it's the court jester it's the playing sambo it's the black face it's all that's still going on it's back you know again so and this is what i'm saying so again what what have so he had a dream that turned into what and so I just was asking those questions just so we can start talking just about those same topics because me and somebody else was having a, a wild conversation today just about that back and forth. Like, you know, like we did it to ourselves. I said, no, it was already, this was by design where we at right now because we had some strong back leaders making some change that we got some leeway. We got some things changed. But what has really, really, really changed when you start pulling back the layers, you know what I'm saying, of the onion mm-hmm. of us as a collective. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know like we, back in the day, to cut you off. You know how back in the day we had those uh those messages, like those songs, and and we don't have those songs. How, you know how you, you had all the artists get on like we 
one song yeah. like We Are mm-hmm. the World, yeah. like the Dr. King chorus, like uh, mm-hmm. Self Destruction. You don't have that no more, and th- and that's what the, mm-hmm. the new generation is missing. We don't. They don't have no one to talk to. They don't have no one. They to can't get them. together because you know they probably kill each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They can't but even get together what... and make something positive. Everything got to be so negative. We shooting it's... guns. We gonna but, kill your neighborhood. Look, though, we gonna do this. But that's what. But that's what it has to be though. Well, they can't get on. But look, look, but this is where I'm saying how we fell so far from, I think, what they envisioned for us, right? Listen, they had a flyer that they were promoting in DC, on the internet. They had Martin Luther King with his finger out at him with two bottles of Casamigos and some people, the girls was down at the bottom of the flyer. Like, I seen that and I was like, that's disrespect. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you to think it was funny just to disrespect. And you know what I'm saying? Like, those other cultures would never dare disrespect nah, their pioneers uh-uh. like that. You know what I'm That's saying? Crazy. And I said, dang, man. I said, dang. That kind of hurt my heart. I said, well, you know, so what are we teaching them? You know what I'm because saying? Because this new what, generation don't expect it. They but, don't. They don't. They young, young kids, you know, having babies, you know what I'm saying? And they wasn't raised like how we were raised. Like when we was in school, we used to have, when we went to, well, when we went to jail, Wilson, and every Martin Luther King holiday, we had to go in that auditorium and sit in there and watch that black and white Martin Luther King movie every single year. Every single year, I don't even think they even do that in school anymore. I don't like, they do any of that stuff in school no more. Exactly, don't even do that school any anymore. What they not they even talk about all this other TV. stuff because yeah. they used to be showing little movies like that on TV around that month. That's what I'm saying. That's all day long. All day long. Racism. They used to show all that. Get them sprayed with water hose and all that. They don't give you no education no more. And have y'all it's ever noticed you. that it's a MLK? It's a MLK, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Jr. Boulevard in every hood area in every city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Only in the hoods, though. Think about it. D.C., yeah. where are MLK at? Think about the it. Hood. Atlanta, That's everywhere. Georgia, That's everywhere. Florida. Every everywhere. Like, this holiday, certain companies don't even acknowledge acknowledge it, you know acknowledge it like and i'm talking about big companies don't even acknowledge it they're just like oh they gave them a holiday that's it yeah we, no, had, they, we had to uh fight for this holiday like yeah the, uh, we did because they wasn't trying to give it up this holiday is what maybe uh, five seven years old about seven maybe about seven it's not that old because it's like you said, we had to fight for it because we used to have to go to school on Martin Luther King Day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I had to go to school and do everything else. Now they get the day off. But if you're going to give it to just the banks and the federal government, give it to everybody. You know what I mean? Let give them, give them the truck drivers. Exactly. Give the truck drivers extra pay, the bus drivers extra pay on these days. Give everybody who's out here on this day work just like they was doing for those other holidays that, that they put out there. So it's only going to happen if we fight for it. But the problem is we don't come, like you said, bro, we don't come together in unity at all. We're not doing that anymore. Everybody's for their self right now, you know. And that's what Kanye was talking about. And that's what Kanye, he just didn't, he just didn't. Didn't elaborate right. He didn't elaborate it right. You know what I mean? What he was speaking was the truth, but he just elaborated it wrong to the point where it was disrespectful. If he would have said it right, 
then Kanye will probably be everybody be on Kanye Kanye nuts right now. Uh, I think, I <laughs> okay, think... so um, oh, this is what Red Devil said. Red Devil said because now they are showing gay guys kissing on TV and taking our history from our kids in my country, we celebrate our heroes and teach it to our students. Well, yeah, well they teaching more of you know sexuality more than they teaching Anything. our black history. You know, yeah. I was watching um. What was I watching? The best man. What is it? The best man's final chapters. And one of, uh, you know, uh, Morris Chetna, you know, he, he's the football player, right? Y'all know the storyline. We grew up on that on that show. But his son is non-binary. So I'm like, what the fuck is non-binary? Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And then I found out it's either you're not. You don't care to consider yourself a male or a female. You can be either both, both and stuff. That's but that's shit. what that's they're pu pushing shit. on TV. And like, so now you got our young kids saying like, hey, dad, I think I'm non-binary. You know, like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like it's confusing crazy. kids. They sponges and they growing up like, and then like, they think that of themselves now. I, I was, I was because watching they pushing uh, for anime. Exactly. I was watching the anime the other day and, uh. I, I, before I even started watching, I said, okay, let me see what's the graphic, demographic, watch this, or what's the age limit. It said, you know, turning up. And next thing I know, I'm watching it. I hear, the, I hear the, uh, the guy say, well, my husband was killed. I said, husband? I said, I'm tripping. And then later on, it showed the guy and the guy. I'm like, this is a cartoon. What is going on? Mm. I mean, they, they pushing the narrative so hard. <laughs> it's crazy. But i mean i don't know why i mean i we accept everybody of you know their sexuality and everything but i just don't understand why are they pushing things on you know national tv yes. now yeah yeah so, so now it's going to be on the super bowl because it's an it's an agenda and you gotta you know you know you, you gotta, gotta get with it it's like, it's from they, a they, biblical they, standpoint get that down and lay changing down and changing fast because in the bible all these things are unfolding it tells you all of this stuff you know what i'm saying and when you look back at people maybe that oh it's a conspiracy theory and all that they were saying that 20 years ago and if you if you look at 20 years ago until now you can see it right there that's just like gentrification they, they was talking about that in D.C. 30 years ago. Nobody was believing the Burry Farm's gone now. Them same people that was there 30 years yeah. ago, if you talk to them now, they'd be like, I, we ain't had no clue. But they mm, was telling gone. them that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They were showing them that, and people just don't understand. you like, things are changing. Yeah, things are changing fast. Like, it's a lot of things that's, that's available to us on the internet i don't know how you prepare yeah. for it. you gotta stay ready you yeah. gotta stay prayed yeah. up because yeah how do you, you protect your spirit, kids <laughs> you gotta you gotta pray for your kids just like somebody prayed for you you think our grandmothers we was here because they wasn't praying they were praying all, for us all they were, they were praying these kids man they it's different man they got they got the social media showing them stuff they got the netflix showing them stuff and like i said now just suppose if i was just a, a you no, know, let my kids watch this stuff and they was younger. Just imagine you putting the cartoon on for a six-year-old and you leave out the room and then something like that. The child is ruined. So, so listen, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. They got it because when me and Kilani's 10 now, when we, this was on PBS. And so she had to been about three or four. And you know how they showing the representation of your family? They were mm -hmm. showing 
um, they showed a man and a woman, a white couple, a man and a woman, a black couple. Then they showed two ladies. Then they showed two men. I said, dang, right there, they babies. Mm -hmm. You see how subtle it was? And so you're talking, that was six years ago. Because yeah, she's 10 now. So it's now, out of control. I so to now on Netflix, Dr. Martin King had. me and her watching TV the other day, right? So the boy, um, they like doing some scientific experiments. So the, you know, he like his friends get ready to come. So the, so the friends pull up, but the boy in the back of the little machine, he looking a little fruity. So I'm looking, I said, what's going on? I'm looking, but she just watching. I'm watching the TV with her. So when he get out, start talking to him. So now the other boy all giddy. And I said, so what, he like him? And then he was like, you know, dad, I really like him. So you see what I'm saying? So if they been putting mm -hmm. that on TV in front of her yeah. and she 10 now, this is why it's acceptable because it's normal because this is what they saying. This is what they seeing. That it, you see what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not judging nobody. You can do, you know, do what you as you please because, but at the same time, don't indoctrinate kids want to experiment don't, right yeah. right don't indoctrinate mm -hmm. my child and that's why i monitor you know the exposure yeah. that she has on tv and through the internet and stuff as much as i can youtube oh. all that stuff because i mean yeah. you, you could just google up something then the wrong thing come in boop you know these kids on their ipads they on their phones google up yeah. this google that they have yeah. access to it it's regardless of how much i mean i wouldn't let my kids get a phone for a long time but you had no choice because when you sit in them out there you need to be able to get in contact with them because yeah. they used to just have the phones y'all remember when you used to get the kids phone where they had like four buttons and they only can call these certain numbers that yep. were programmed yep. into the number <laughs> that shit don't work no more <laughs> yeah, that's, you need to know where they at you need to know location you know you got so many pedophiles out here that's stalking kids and stuff so they got they gotta have that access so it's just back then you used to have to pay to do this stuff now it's just at a touch of a button you know and now what i want to tell y'all about is this new software that's going to take over google it's called open chat ai now this stuff this this program this 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 ai is this shit is amazing i'm not even gonna lie like yo these kids if they get wind to this when i'm sure a lot of them already have they take this shit to school they ain't gotta do nothing this thing will tell this thing writes code all you got to do anything that you can possibly think of in your head and you type it in there it'll tell you how to do it mm. so how are they going to learn when they got that on their ipads and their phone yeah i was talking to my daughter the other day i was talking about homework and she told me well i'm just going to go ahead and uh go online and do this i said no nah, you got to go study they say dad we don't got to study all we got the teacher lets her to just go write this from this and i said that's like plagiarizing what are you talking about your teacher allows this stuff i'm like like these kids don't got to do nothing i'm like they nothing it's, it's like they handicapped in that generation they don't it even has. understand what they're doing hey i'm telling you you check this open chat it can it tell you how to cook something it can even write you a book <laughs> like that's how detail this thing is i i punched it in to learn how to make i think it was some jerk chicken or something it gave me the best way to make the jerk chicken what the ingredients to use everything step by step by step by step you know when you google something you gotta go look for it you gotta go find stuff you might have to go read like no whatever you can think of in your head and you type it in it's gonna give you an answer if you ask it hey give me the code to uh make this program and then there you go you got so the code professor, to make so this is my next question right so you see how that's making the, the people so dependent on on the government and them so what happened we had the blackout 
just see these young kids that don't know how to move they don't know how to navigate they not they don't even know how to read a map you see and like so they a want map. everybody to be dependent on their technology <laughs> yeah, when 9 11 happened you couldn't trouble. call nobody you couldn't use no phone nothing was working yeah People was yeah. going crazy it was pandemonium FCC. yeah i'm telling anybody if you into anything like if your work check out this this new program this new ai that's taking over google's so scared of it this thing's going to run them out of business so they're trying to have them an ai as well it's called open chat ai and it's free you know and you type anything you can possibly think of you can even type in what's the best way for me to have sex what's the best way to please my woman you know what i mean you type that in it's going to tell you what's the best way you should please your women like right. seriously what's the best way you should please your man in the bedroom type it in it's going to tell you tips of the best way to please your man in the bedroom do this check this but how out you gonna know do your this. man specifically because everybody's different because you can you can put in you can actually put in details of your man you can break it down that far well my man likes this my man likes hot dogs whatever you know what i mean it will tell you that like this shit is so detailed it doesn't make any sense it's crazy it's gonna take over and i'm telling everybody just try it play with it it's free it's called openchatai.com sign up put your email there and then just play around with it you're gonna be like yo this is crazy how this is taking over it's next level shit so we gotta we gotta tune to it because our kids are gonna be on this stuff you know if you got a young child that's coming up they ain't gonna be learning shit if they can go right into their ipad and tell them everything they need to do like why do homework dad go do your home go do your homework oh 10 minutes i'm done <laughs> i'm done i got everything everything <laughs> that quick so y'all monitor y'all kids if they got that you wondering why they doing that shit so fast they learning they they learning about these ai programs that's coming out and that's going to be taking over this couldn't have been dr king's reign nah he rolling over in his grave right now and be honest i tell you because i know i would be if, if i fought this hard for us to you know fought for our rights you know motherfuckers don't even go vote look how hard our ancestors what they did for us to go vote and we don't even go vote dream but then we, get, <laughs> and then but, we complain but, about shit. <laughs> but the thing about the vote and even even when you go vote and you and you thought you're gonna turn some things around that shit don't be working it's not even a morally about it. it's about getting your voice heard you know what i'm yeah, saying they 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 vote they vote they vote and the presidency that's a different ball game I'm, I'm i told you i'm not a fan of the electoral votes they need to do away with the electoral college it needs to be the popular vote for the president until we do something about it to get rid of the electoral votes you're gonna have people like donald trump and and uh ron casantis that's gonna come in here and and if, if ron casantis come in here and become the president the way he got florida fucked up he will fuck this country up florida is the lowest state one of the lowest states in america to get paid that has so much wealth so much wealth the jobs that are down there they pay the same up here two times more and he's not doing nothing about it because you get immigrants that come into florida and they work for cheap labor oh, yeah. so people man pay attention man it's voting season Flo man it's about florida that time we're gonna lowest, fuck around and have trump back in florida had paid out the lowest unemployment benefits out of the whole state and that law hasn't been changed since the 1950s or 60s so that was the rate that they've been paying the people out in 
But yep. that's the, the reason for that because they want to. If the if, if 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 you're making some good money, a place where it looks good, you know, it's it's bad for business. Because why would I want to? Why would I want to come down there if I'm rich? And then I got to worry about the the lower class people. They get money too. They don't want that. They want they want exactly. to look. They want to look a certain kind of way when they step out in that Bentley, and he pull up to his Ford. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Correct. can't ride Bentley. And that's why the people who live down there, they make their money otherwhere. They just live there. You know what I mean? Like people that live in Florida, Shanique, you know, it's hard down there to find a real good, decent job in Florida that's paying. Up north, they paying you two, two times more. Yeah. Even the truck drivers, even truck drivers. We got a truck driver that we know that is working down there and he's getting half of pay. Half of the pay that he would get up north. Half of the pay as doing the same fucking job. A lot like of people got crazy. the misconception because Florida is the South is cheaper. I said, no, it's not. No, I the fuck is not. Is the South. I said, but <laughs> if the price to live here is, is high, it's just not the South. It's not Georgia or South Carolina. You got to go in the sticks, like out there, like with nobody. If you live on the coastline, oh, you paying, you paying D.C. prices. Money. You paying mm -hmm. them coastline prices, you know, $2,500, $3,000 and shit like that. Florida is yeah. not a cheap place to live, especially South Florida. You go for a little further north, maybe what Jacksonville or something like that. You get the stuff a little cheaper because nobody, everybody wants to. It's nothing out there. It's like everybody want to be in South Florida, you know. So those are a lot of things that y'all need to check out. Y'all want to get your voice heard? Go vote. Send a letter to y'all senators and stuff like that because the, even though you might think it don't make a difference, but it does make a difference because your voice will get heard. You know. You know, so I want to um, thank everybody for coming into this podcast because our time is up. It's always a good podcast when we run out of time. I want to make sure y'all go and check out that 18 Wheel store again. And make sure y'all re-listen to this podcast on all platforms. And soon y'all going to be seeing some videos. And next week we're going to have some funny shit going on. We're going to have our boy Loverboy Lamont on there doing some comedy. And we're going to have comedian Dirk Skip on next week. So we're going to have us a nice comedy show because we need to laugh. It's the time we need to have some fun and laugh at all of this bullshit that's going on so guys i thank y'all for coming into this podcast and we will see you guys on next monday yeah Bye, boy guys.